tell you something. Say rolling around, sitting on doves, can't lie, I was high on shrubs, cooling in my escalade. Man, I'm paid, I got it made. Take me to your special place. Close your eyes, show me your face. I'm gonna piss on it. I don't need Figure every time, every time. I figure. <laughs> I figure. It's appropriate. I start off light because oh, this is a mic. It's a very is serious body? episode. This well, let's say the, the initial part is gonna be quite serious. I'm, I'm, I'm about to. You wanna drop some bombs? <sighs> might be, might be a few pipe bombs. Mm. So, so with that being said, I figured I'd start out a little light, but very poignant because this shit's definitely relevant. Is 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 the hottest topic of 2019? Definitely relevant. Um, we're four days into the new year. Four days into the new year, and here we go with this shit. And all the bullshit is already started. Like it don't, it don't stop. Bullshit so, don't stop. It's like clockwork. Eating your food. <laughs> One time for Chappelle, man. Shout out to Chappelle. Shout, shout out to Chappelle, the GOAT, man. Right. So. The GOAT. So. Uh, what, what, it's not uh, going out. So, I guess I'll introduce this motherfucker. Introduce yourself first? All right. Yeah, I guess I'll introduce this motherfucker. I mean, it's, right, not like, right. it's not like people don't know by now. I mean, if you don't know by now, what are you doing with your life? Right. Who raised you? So, for those who do not know, those who are not familiar, anybody who's new to the new to the um, podcast, anybody who's old to the podcast, and for everybody in fucking between. That means you in the back. This is the Don with the King podcast. King. And I am your host, Will K. the King. That's Alongside him. the homie C-Wade. That's me. Back, back, back like we never left. Back again. Back for after a while for Wade. Wade's been on um, sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical and um, health watch. You're sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, of I, you niggas. <laughs> and I bet you it was a bunch of niggas that did it too. Fuck y'all. Um, Had but, me throwing uh, up in the back at work. Shame right. on y'all, man. I don't like y'all for that. Right, he's sick of you niggas. Sick of you. And I am too. Sick of y'all niggas. But, uh, happy new year. Yes, yes. It's our I- first podcast, 2019. Mm-hmm. First episode, this is episode 20. 20. For the dub. Dub. The dub. The dub. I got five on the 20 sack. What's up? It's it's like that, and as a matter of fact, it's a tat tat. <laughs> Where you from? Alcon. Smoking. <laughs> so, what's up? Um, it's. We got a lot to get to. Um, yeah, let's, let's not waste no more time. Well, let's just get well to first it. on the count, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna ease. We're gonna get to it, but I wanna. Well, first and foremost, how was your uh, holiday season? How was your New Year? How was your Christmas? Uh, or if you celebrate Christmas, or New Year's, New Year's, and New Year's Day suck for me because I had to work both days. But you know, I managed to. Uh, I managed to keep it simple. I didn't really do nothing. I was just crashing. <laughs> Same thing on Christmas. Like I didn't really go nowhere. I just went home to see my mom and uh, uh, just went home to see family, pretty much. Cause that's what it's all about. It ain't all about presents. Right. It's all about seeing your family, being in touch with them. Cause I ain't really keeping in touch with the fam as much as I should. Shame on me for that. So. Get together. Shit. I know. Get together, nigga. 
I know. Um, but I'm up to date with everything now. Well, so that's all good. Well, that's good. Um, Christmas was cool. Um, yeah, I see you out here. Well, hey, look, I got the one gift I asked for. I asked for some headphones. I got them. Mm-hmm. I, I just threw a bunch of shit out there. And my, 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 my stepmom got them for me. So hey, yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to go blank. Um, somehow my sister still gets everything she asked for and I'm like nigga ain't you almost 30 doesn't matter she's the why girl why does she make more money than most of these niggas what the fuck doesn't no. matter it's daddy's girl bullshit it's daddy's girl what is this shit it's, in no, it's daddy's girl it, um, only, it only ends when she just between her and my stepsister um, they both got yeah everything they asked for yeah, um, yeah I saw that right so um, I'm happy to say that the, the, the gift that I played for my um, my sister and her two best friends definitely went off well. Shouts to uh, C Wave for um, helping with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gift went off well. The um, reaction video was posted on my um, my on my social media, and they they seemed to enjoy it. So that was that was, that was genuine. Right, that it was, was genuine. Cool. You, you can't made, get no better than that. Because I made them. Because I, I said, look, those those gifts are for you and Nicole and Courtney. Y'all can't open. You can't open them until they get here. Squad. So I made made it a point to make sure. And the funny thing is, if you look at the video, why them niggas in the same order as the shit? Yeah, right. Right. Like, how the fuck y'all even pull that off? Because I wasn't a purpose. That's, that was just. That was just. I don't know if that was divine or anything like that, but it, but it just worked out like that. It worked out. It was. It was good though. It was a good day. Brunch before that, the dead two days before, um, me and my um, my, my extended family have our brunch every uh, holiday season. That was definitely a success. We actually had it was brunch slash dinner, hmm. so brunch was earlier in the day, like one o'clock, and then dinner was around six or seven. It was a really long ass day, but it was a good ass day. First and foremost, you were already slumped after brunch. Yeah, was, yeah. Um, I'm glad I ain't really showed it was, today because uh, I wouldn't have made it. It was interesting. Um, yeah, you saw the pictures. I saw. I it saw was it um, all. a bunch of slumped ass people. It's the best way. Slumped like slumped. like the two pictures that we saw. You saw a brass hole. Mm-hmm. We had to lift him up. We had to pick him. We had to help the nigga up. Oh yeah, you had to. You had he to was done. Raise him up with a fork. It was done. It was out um, of here. But no, it was a good day. We laughed, we joked, we drank, we smoked. You know, all just the good just shit. another day. You know, just good another shit. day. Good just shit with family. You know, surrounded by food, food and family and cool ass people. That's what it's um, all about. It was a good ass day though. Um, New Year's I, was chill. I ain't do shit. Um, I don't chill. think I don't think nobody did. No, I was chill. I ain't do shit. Um, but uh, other than that, like I said, Happy New Year to everyone. Yes, sir. I hope everyone enjoyed their had a safe and happy New Year. I hope everybody enjoyed it. If you you went out, I hope you turned up for everybody. Um, if you chilled, you know, more power to you. I'm all with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let's get to the shit. Hard left. <laughs> so you know, let's get into it. Let's um. <laughs> so. And we've we've touched on this 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 situation before. But, yes, we did. But 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 but, alas, um, there's a new documentary. Now I want to preface this by first uh, saying that I hate Lifetime, Lifetime in general. I've always hated Lifetime. I've always hated Lifetime. Like literally, when I was ten years old, I tried to get a petition signed to get the network taken off the air. That's how much I hated Lifetime. That's how, that's how like something you would do. I I did I did because. Other, hey, the, no, the more, thing, no more, no more. The only thing they were good for was showing old episodes of Golden Girls and like the nanny. True, that was pretty much. No, they the still only, show the nanny. That was, the, and that's the only redeeming quality they have to me, as far as I'm concerned. They still um, show. Matter of fact, they don't even show the nanny on Lifetime anymore. They show it on like the regular channels, like Channel 50, 52 or something. I don't know, 
But whatever the case may be, um, and then also <laughs> after they did that trash ass Aaliyah uh, movie a few years Man, ago. I'm not even going. Mind you, they had the nerve. They, they had the nerve to play it again last night before the R. Kelly documentary. Oh, uh, they tried to ease it in. They sure did. They played that shit right before Bro, the R. Kelly documentary. How, how dare so you? Y'all niggas had the nerve to play this shit right before. How dare so you? So just so you guys kind of know what we're talking about. Um, so there was a doc, there's an R. Kelly documentary, um, that's um, currently airing on Lifetime. The first two episodes happened last night. It's the movie. About it's Robert, a, it's a three night um event. So there's two episodes tonight. There's two more episodes tomorrow. A three night esca- a extravaganza about Robert. Each of the episodes are hour long. Um, and it calls surviving R. Kelly. Um, and so there are testimonials and interviews with people who've um, been associated with R. Kelly. Um, as far as like artists, like you know, people that worked with him. As far as like artists, such as like backup singers and um artists like Sparkle who worked with him back in the day. So anybody his, who was close to him and knew him well. His old tour manager. They had an interview with both his brother, his older brother, and also who's in jail like right now, and his younger brother as well. Bruh. Um, they had uh. And interviews from other people who, and you know, psychologists who talk about abuse and how abusers treat people and things like that. So a lot of different people interviewed hmm. and just talking about it. They started talking about his life growing up. They talked about how he was molested as a kid, um, different things, and they show old interviews and stuff like that. You know, different things about his life. They also touched on um, his relationship with Aaliyah. Hmm. Um, he met Aaliyah when she was around 12, 13 years old, roughly. Roughly 13, 14? No, so oh, they met about that. She didn't oh, get, they met about 12, she, They met around 12, 13. They got married and, about 14. Well, 15. She was 15 when they oh, got 15. But that happened. And so I, got one, I don't want to get ahead of myself a little bit. So. <coughs> and, and, and touched on a lot of the different things, that some of the things we knew. Um, we had we had heard previously about him being abused, um, you know, sexually abused as a child, mm-hmm. um, and you know we had heard about those things. We've heard about the allegations regarding, um, which wasn't really an allegation because it was proven that he had married Lee when she was fifteen years old. Yeah, um, that's well documented. That was documented. The, the documents are out there. We all know that. So, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, because that news was broke by MTV News back in the day, back when they actually had in the real news on MTV. Shout Kurt, out to Kurt Loder. Right, exactly, Kurt Loder. Serena Outshow. Right, so, um, whatever the, the case... Whatever the case may be, um... So they went into all the detail about his childhood and his, his you know, how he grew up and, you know, how he became an artist and different things like that. Um, and so you and you had interviews with, like, some of his, like, you know, his former manager, his tour manager, different things. And they kind of talked about some of the things that he saw and they saw and how they were enabled. One of the girls they were interviewed, she was an um, artist, an aspiring artist when she met Art, you know, Art Kelly and she was young. She said she was about 14, 15 when she met him. Um, and, you know, he kind of, it was kind of a situation where, you know, know they were all interested in becoming artists or whatever and so you know like, she, like anybody else would be at right age and 13 so, 14 you know, she, she even said there are situations where she would bring her friends around they brought their you know they would bring friends around and um she said there was even situations in one situation where they were recording a song and he was in the studio in the booth with one of her friends who was maybe 15 16 years old and he had her bent over in the fucking studio in the, in the booth while say word why he's recording a song and this is like i said this is a 15 16 year old girl at the time um <laughs> Um, and so she even was like, you know, some of the things they saw. Um, and then also there was a revolution that one of them, um, they, they all caught him and Aaliyah having sex on a tour bus. Now, before that, mm. you know, Aaliyah. Now, since then, her, Aaliyah's mother 
has come out and denied this, saying there's no her mother, she, her that her daughter did not have sex with R. Kelly on the bus, and to say I say bullshit. And the reason yeah, is you her, know. her her saying her statement said that she was always on tour with her. She was always with her. Now, speaking as someone who knows how tours work. There's no way in hell you were all everywhere. You were with her every waking moment. Exactly. Not to mention, your daughter got married behind your back and you didn't know about right, it. Right, so how you not know? How? How you did every but, single second so of Just day. so I'm clear, your daughter went and got married behind your back. But you she didn't was twenty seven year old man when she was fifteen. But somehow them having sex on a tour bus is out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. How, really? If you believe that I have some beachfront property on Brightmore, I like to sell you right now. <laughs> Let's be clear. Like, like you're not about to sit here and you know try to feed me that bullshit. Nah. Say, oh, you know, she couldn't have she couldn't have had sex on the tour bus. Uh yet she yes, got she did. behind your back on the tour bus. Shut the fuck I'm up. Pretty sure she got smashed in the back it. of the bus. I, I get it. Aaliyah had this very clean cut, you know, clean image to everybody, you know, she had over time. The, the main and world so was I get, had. you're trying to protect her legacy. And I truly understand that. But you're not about to sit here and we all know they got married. Right. And the reason they got married is because she was pregnant. Yep. So, so clearly, at some point, they had sex, fucker. You, like, can't, you can't escape that. Like, what the fuck? You can't escape a baby. They, they, she was pregnant. That's the reason why right, they, had they got to. married. Like, that's the reason why they chose to get married. Yeah. Yeah, eventually, once you guys found out, trying to make her have it annulled. But the point is, the girl got married to a 77-year-old man when she was 15. That's it. That's a statement of fucking fact. There's no questions about this. There's no allegations. There's no accusation. Especially when it's documented. That shit is documented. Allegations are out the window. That's a fact. It's not out the window. It's in the trash now. That is a documented fact. So you can't sit here and try to tell me that, oh, well, there's no way. No. Uh, Yeah. I know how tours work. There's no way. You were with her every waking moment. I can guarantee you that. Nah. No. As an artist, there's no way you were with her daughter. Especially when he was her mentor. He was the artist that was working with her musically. You were not with her every waking moment. You were just not. There's no way. Mm. Um, So whatever the case may be. And I get it. I get it. I understand. Um, But no. (laughs) Um, And the funny thing is, my cousin knows her mom, but I'm not going to get into that. But... (laughs) Mmm, what a tangled web. Right, so whatever the case may be. Um So that was that. And so they, they you know they caught you know they they uh, and there was and even if you go back and look they had an old interview where they were on BET and him and her together and they were dressed alike and the question came up, I think it was Big Les that asked the question because it was all it was the rumors oh, were out man, there. Big she was on the documentary too. For sure. And she talked about that episode, like you know, the new it was all out there and as a journalist, I have to ask the question. Right. And Just they kinda the tried they kinda played it off. They kinda like tried to you know, kinda play it off and ignore it and stuff like that. But everybody knew. Right. Is like, it is that obvious. Everybody knew there was something going on there. Mm-hmm. So, and I get it. She was a young girl. You know, he was who he was. And he has his interest in young girls. And it's not, it's documented. The dude, the old lady, his old teacher, music teacher from his old high school would, would knew he was this old lady. She had her, she's older. Like she might be in her 70s at this point. She's on the documentary talking about how she was telling him to stop messing with all these young girls. Because he used to always go back to the high Damn, school. Yeah, they got everybody. Years, years after he graduated, still messing with all these young girls. Like, clearly it was a known thing. It wasn't just a, oh, this is a suspense. No, these are facts. Boy, this this these is are not a people, phase in these life. These are people who know him. 
not just any, just not just any old body. This is people from the woodwork, people right, who like, know him like the back of his own hand. And so, you know, they talk about, you know, they talked about his situation with Aaliyah, um, and then they transition to uh, one of the girl, his one of his this girls he was with, and she was he met her when she was like seventeen in the mall. Mm-hmm. So look, she was seventeen, whatever, but he met her in the mall. Um, and she, you know, you know, she noticed him and eventually he had his, uh, his, his manager come and get her and say, Hey, R, R. Kelly wants you to call me. They sparked up a relationship that, well, that same night, I guess they had him having sex at the studio or something like that. Mm. My dude had a bed in the middle of his fucking studio or some shit. It was something crazy about that. You see? see, that was, that was pre-planned. Right. Well, no, just in general, he had, a, in the studio he used to use back then, he had a, it was like three or four beds in the house in the studio. Or something. <laughs> like he would have, apparently one of the dudes said he would have like chicks in different rooms and shit waiting for him. And no, he knew like these girls. Yeah, was he running the brothel in the booth? No, he's like, chicks were clearly like under young, age. like yeah. And so he was running a brothel up in the booth. Like dude was crazy. And so um, four beds, man. We you know, she talked about how you know they were having mm-hmm. sex and you know it was a thing and um, that was just you know that was what it was. She thought as far as she thought that was her. He was her girl. She was his girlfriend. That's how she thought. Only to kind of find out that he had been married for a year and didn't tell her. Mm. Um, and then the woman he married, who was his first wife, Andrea, the, he, she was a dancer on his tour, and, um, and she met him as a, she was one of his dancers at first. How old was Eventually, she? No, she was oh, she was of age, but oh, okay, she was of age, but it was but he still mistreated her because the other thing about him and is that he's a very controlling person, which you know you hear about the. the, the I heard talk. about that. Yeah. He's very controlling, and so for example, you can't like if you with him, you can't look at anybody else. And you like it's crazy. One of the girls that he was messing with. One the younger girl she said like it will always be multiple girls because she said and she would be involved with like these like little sexual situations with another girl and, um, and when she realized that it wasn't just her um she the, the girl that ended up on the sex tape she said she was like when she because she didn't know the girl wasn't six like oh, it's the same age as her she thought she was older and she said she remember like you know she already said she's like no i won't be i won't be 16 till next year or some shit and she's like well we've been we've been having i know i've been involved in sexual really uh situations with this girl for at least three years now so she was when we started so and that was the girl that was on the tape wow that was a girl that ended up on the tape or whatever but she was like like she was like wait a minute you've been what the fuck you've been around so she was 12 13 years old what the fuck and so, so they just literally, was, they literally they're just putting two and two together. Like, right. hold on, like, hold on, man. Like, what the hell? But no, that was the girl, and that was the girl that was Sparkle's niece. And she introduced her because her niece wanted to be a rapper. And she oh. was a really good room for her. Like, like, you know, because Sparkle had been working with him for years because she started as a background singer for him. So she had been working with him for a long time. And so eventually, um, she would, you know, she brought her daughter, you know, her niece around him just kind of, she wanted to kind of get him. But she always made it a point to keep her eye on him because she kind of knew right. about, you know, she knew the stuff that she had heard so she still wanted to keep her out but eventually she started coming around without her being there like she said one time she comes to the studio and her niece is just in the studio by herself like, what the fuck are you doing here right. like, oh yeah I dropped off and at that point she probably should have done more about it and she, and she even says that like I should have done more at that she point she off like yeah, yeah you, well she was just surprised and she was like why the hell are you here she's like because I would have never let my you know let her go somewhere without me or whatever the case may be but my you know her mom did whatever whoever the hell it was and you know and I get it, you know. Parents are like, "Oh, you got an opportunity to work with R. Kelly, sure, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead." It's no different than back in the day when, you know, when we were in high school and in, in junior high, 
your parents will be like, oh, you know, you know, they might drop you off at the mall and you'd be like, hey, we'll see you at nine when it closes. Right. It might be one o'clock in the afternoon. They say, go ahead. Right. They don't know what the hell is going on at the mall. They, it could be any number of things. And a lot of times, right. the kids weren't staying at the mall. You had situations, I know for a fact, that we had girls who were my age when I was in seventh, eighth grade, that we all hanging out at the mall. They go to the mall, they mom drop them at the mall, and the next thing I know, 15, 20 minutes later, a dude in some fucking truck come pull up. And he probably and, and scoop her up because he probably that was the whole plan was for them to meet up. Right, and that he, was he and he a senior in high school or he in college or some shit like that. So it was, it was literally a, the uh, the uh, rendezvous point. Right, and it's not an uncommon thing. So I get it, but and this is the thing, like, so I understand what you know. I understand to a point why the parents are like, oh, this R. Kelly, she got an opportunity to work with him. He can make her famous. Why not? But at the same time. That is a grown ass fucking man. And that is your 12, 13 year old daughter. Mm-hmm. There is no reason why your 12 or 13 year old daughter should ever be alone with a grown ass man without you being there with her. Keyword alone. There is no fucking reason nah. for that to ever be okay. And Especially that, with his reputation. And even, yeah, and even without his reputation, I'm not, I'm sorry, if I had a daughter. There is no way my daughter is going to be alone with another grown-ass man. That's nah, gone. nah. Somebody going with her. Somebody's going to be there. If we got to bring the whole fam. We going with it, too. This is, this is how it be. Like, I don't get why people don't understand that. Why is that so hard to... And so Why is it so hard to be an adult? Right. And it's like people... And so, you know, they went into, you know, how his controlling nature is. Like, he, the girl that was talking about earlier, she was like, like it will be multiple girls in the car together, and they, they weren't allowed to look at each other or speak to each other. What? Yeah, yeah. you had to call so, him. So it was just straight tunnel vision, like... Yeah, you like like speak unless he uh, gave you yes, That car ride must have been you, awkward as hell. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, had to, um, you had to call him daddy. At all times. Oh, hell no. Nah. Had to call him daddy. Mm-hmm. Even his wife. He was, she was forced to call him daddy. Sparkle spoke to one time mm-hmm. where they were all at the, they were all in the studio or something. It was like a Chicago, they were watching a, a Bulls game. A bunch of people in the studio was them. Uh, of course, of course, people. a Bulls game, Chicago. Right. And his wife, like, peeks in is like, can I, is it okay if I come in and get something to eat? Like, he had to ask permission. Like, yeah. She had to ask permission. Oh, hell no. Nah. Nope. There was also rumors apparently that he locked her up. She said she wouldn't speak on that because she says a lot of stuff just is really painful. But yeah, there was a like, uh, he said, wait, supposedly she, that man, that she may have been like, like he did like Harry Potter. Like, what the fuck, dude? Or oh, some blast name mom shit. Like, what the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. She a wife? Apparently not. Right. So, you know, treat her as such. He, um, so they went through all these situations where he met the young girls. And like I said, I've heard that. I know people that are from Chicago that have seen or been around and seen R. Kelly. Like it's a known thing in Chicago. He like it was a McDonald's. They mentioned the McDonald's that he's known for picking girls up at. That is not an uncommon thing. These are things that are common, commonly known. If you meet people from Chicago that know anything about R. Kelly, they will tell you. Don't go to that McDonald's. They don't know where he, they know the places that he's known for picking girls up at. And it's a common thing. That's the reason. Like it's like this is why it's not a, like that's why people always say, "Ooh, these are allegations." No, nah, there this people, is real. There are people that know this nigga that know that he does this. There, are, these are not allegations. These are facts. These are coming straight so had, from straight from the people who know. I can't stress this enough. Right, and but and like, his brother defended him. 
Or his oh. older brother did. Of course. His older brother was like, that's a nigga in jail, so of course you're going to defend him. Of course. Like, like yeah. I'm, I'm the one doing the bid for him, so I guess Well, he's doing the bid for something burger oh, for some or some else. shit. Some shit, I don't know. Oh, some petty shit. Um, and the younger brother was like, kind of, you know, giving the idea, because even he was molested along with him. And, like, he even said, like, he would tell our, like, you know, like he said, he told him, like, at one point, their aunt molested him. The younger brother was telling R. Kelly this, and R. Kelly didn't believe him. He was like, no, that ain't happened. That's because he was probably getting, he was getting molested at the same time he ain't talking. And my thing is this. I understand you got abused as a child. Mm-hmm. I am fully, I am. I understand, I empathize with that. Mm-hmm. That does not absolve you from um, from being responsible for the shit you're doing now. The shit you've been doing for the past 25 plus years. Never has, that is not because never will. Because for the fucking record, for the fucking record, there are plenty of rapists, murderers, psychopaths in prison now or in or in, or in psych wards around the world mm. who were probably abused as kid. Nigga, have you ever watched Criminal Minds? I was watching Criminal Minds this morning. There are a lot of those people are triggered by some type of abuse they received as a child. Whether that is sexual make, or mental. That does not make them any more innocent when it comes to the crimes they permit they commit against other people. Mm-hmm. Your bullshit that you had to deal with as a child does not justify you taking that shit out on somebody else. Cause now are you're now you're just perpetuating a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's no different than if a person a lot of times people who are domestic abusers, a lot of times they grew up in a house where domestic abuse happened. Or they were abused in some way. And so they feel like it's normal, so they do it to other people. Because the right they don't mind. know any other way. Mm-hmm. That does not mean it's okay because they were abused. I'm your sympathy, I can feel I can say, you know what, I understand that you went through what you went through, but I can also say, fuck you for doing it to somebody else. Cause my thought would be, if I went through that. Why would I want to do that to somebody else? Right, because that that right there is literally the most heinous thing you can do to somebody. You're perpetuating the cycle, and you're passing on that pain that you have to other people. Right. Your pain does not justify you inflicting it on other people. And I get the whole phrase of hurt people, hurt people that don't apply. No, in, in this you're, case, in this case, it does not. Because now you're taking away somebody else's. And the thing is, that people understand. Because you you have a lot of people who say, well, why didn't these people come out before? Most, a lot of people came out before. Sparkle testified at the fucking trial. But nobody believed her. It was either that or it just, it just, it, it was, it was swept under the rug. Whatever the case may be, he settled cases out of court. A lot of people. So, so and also, just, they got just, shamed. Just like they're doing now because there's also this common thing of victim shaming. There's also this thing of, oh, well, no, them girls knew what they were doing. They were trying to get on, so they and they felt like they didn't do what they had to do. No. And this is the other thing. People don't understand how power works. Mm-hmm. If you are in a position of power, if I have power over you, if I am in a position of power, I can use that power to you do whatever you, do you want. Things that you wouldn't normally do. Because if I'm telling you, if a girl, if a young girl, a young impressionable girl who just wants to be a singer or an artist or whatever the case may be, and I'm in a position to give her that or provide her that opportunity, she's probably willing to do a lot of things. It's no different, nigga. I've, you've seen tours where groupies are willing to do shit just to get backstage. Yeah. 
Still do. Just to get back stage. Matter of fact, just to yeah, just to get back stage they and hopefully get in the, the room. Artist. They might not even get to the artist. They ain't fucked security. They ain't they ain't topped off one of the the, the the boys or the other boy, the other boy, the other boy who ain't even connected to the artist. Mm-hmm. Like these are things Somebody that happen. part of the entourage. These are people that these are things that happen. So you can't then tell me that you don't understand how power or that sense of power happens. When you feel like this person has the opportunity, when it's like they have control of a situation, you're more going to be putting it. That's the whole reason sexual uh, harassment policies work in companies, because the whole thing concept was if I'm your boss and I can threaten your job, you have to do what I say. You're going to do what I say, or I'm going to threaten your job. Then you got to do what I say. That's the same situation. Mm-hmm. You may, and the thing is, as an adult, you may be more cognizant, cognizant of being able to your options as far as walking away or reporting or whatever the case may be. But as a young girl, a 16, 17 year old girl, see, I don't know better. All you know is R. Kelly, a guy who you look up to. A guy who you whose music you've been listening to for or you've known of forever. This famous guy is willing to give me a shot. Willing to give me a shot, and all I got to do is just endure these few these little things. What the fuck? Mm. It's not how the you game chicks works. fuck over older chicks fuck older dudes for nothing. He getting he had he giving you opportunity, right? Or potentially, there's the 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 hanging fruit, the low hanging fruit over your head of yeah, I'm dangling this in your head, head in your face. Hey, all you gotta do is to take a knee. All you gotta do, you know, and that's that, and that's the thing. That shit's been going on since the beginning of the time. People use the their position and power to get people to do shit they probably wouldn't normally do, or they feel like they have no choice. And that's just the way power works. But some people act like that's not that's not the society we grew up in, or that's not how these things go. Please, that is exactly how these things. This go. is still going on today. Things will all things will always go on as long as there's as long as there's a hierarchy where as a person in a position of power the power to take advantage of it, they will. They're always, and that's another thing. So then you have people bringing up other situations to try to do uh, so kind of going through and so that was the first two episodes was pretty much going through his life going through the Elias situation so he's, so he's saying it's an hour it's an hour, hour each episode and then there's two there's two episodes each night so it's two last night there's two more tonight there's two more tonight tomorrow Dude, this is an unsung miniseries something like that it's a lot of people to interview um and also, See, I bet <laughs> and it was a lot of people that turned him down or whatever but whatever the case may be um and so Fast forward, so they went through all that stuff. And so, of course, because I didn't actually watch it when it came on last night. I felt I asleep. didn't either. I have Facebook for that. So, well, thanks, I felt so thank everybody for I recorded it, though. And so what happened is I woke up, and I went on my Facebook, and I saw these people going back and forth. Right. That's how I oh, thought shit. about it. You niggas have started already. And so yeah. that's when I decided to go watch it so I can be more informed and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know most of it, but I still want to watch it and see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. See if there's any new information that I haven't heard before, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So I can make my judgment or my I can have an informed opinion about it. And then have a conversation about it on the microphone. That's on, true. Because I knew well respected podcast, such as Down the King podcast. I knew I was going to want to talk about it today, so I was like, let me make sure <laughs> I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, with that being said, let's just say I've been on an unfriending spree since last night. Oh, really? Because. So, 
the first the first thing I saw was people saying, "Oh, you people believe in these allegations, and y'all believe in y'all y'all like y'all y'all lawyers and blah 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 blah. Yeah, y'all think this shit true. Blah 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 blah. Because that's really how it sounds to me. It sounds like the little things on Charlie Brown. That's, that's the noise these niggas making to me as far as I'm concerned. So first of all, I got people telling me. So I unfriended people. I got people saying to me, and let me actually let me pull up the comments because I want to make sure I quote these shits right. Now I'm no lawyer. I don't want to be on choose to be. But I know. That situations like this is cause for uh, major suspicion. Like somebody's going, somebody's going to look at you one way and be like, "Yo, this ain't right. What you doing with this young girl? What, what you doing over here?" And four beds in the studio. Like, is that not going to raise somebody's eyebrows? And then on top of that, you got like. Well, like you said, the power, you know, power of the mind, the power of suggestion, like, it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing. But if you just, you ask anybody who's willing to uh, cape for this dude, yeah, you, there's no getting through to you. So, but we're going to hit that unfriend button real quick for the one time. As he's scrolling through all of his um, Rolodexes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rolodex. Look it up. And this is the thing, like, you people. Yeah, I guess I said you people. You people. I definitely said you people. You people. You know what? I don't fucking care. You people. You people. You people and piss me off. You fuckers and piss me off. I, in one comment, I, one somebody posted, and I agree. He said, "We're spending more time telling young girls to avoid rapists instead of raising young men not to be rapists." Facts. Rapists don't walk around wearing the rapist badge, and they're obviously pretty good at blending in and manipulating. Facts. That is true. So this is the thing. We can always telling women to not wear these things, to not encourage men to be attracted to them or come after them. And instead of saying, hey, how about you fucking nasty ass men stay away from our, our young girls? Can you how do that? that? How about that? Can you do that? How about that? How about because that? I feel like at all times we're we're trying to absolve the men of their their because they have these nasty ass fucking um, urges. We're absolving them of blame. We've done that for decades, centuries, because it's always been all these terms to refer to women as these things that were inappropriate because apparently them being sexual in any nature or even just being attractive and wearing something, uh, even wearing tight pants was, oh, no. There are things that we did as kids that were definitely not because, for example, somebody told me, and actually I'll read the comment because I kind of want to. So 
I, I shared a post. I shared a post that somebody posted. Mm-hmm. And the person came to me and they said, so out of curiosity, were you done with R. Kelly back when we all knew he married Aaliyah and made age ain't nothing but a number? Or were you jamming to the song um, with, uh, along with all of his other albums up until these allegations surfaced? And so that, sir, we all listen to that song and know all his hits. Stop with the fake outrage. If he is a rapist now, he was a rapist then, and everyone was guilty and ignored that fact. Mm-hmm. So, as I stated, well, considering that I was barely out of elementary school, I'm pretty sure that I have very little understanding of what rape was at the time. Plus, there are things that were accepted as normal or cool when we were younger that as you get older, you realize were really fucked up. Because when, when did that song come out? Nation number number came out in 94. 94. I was 12. Yeah, Nigga, I we, we was both I, young as hell. I didn't know what the fuck like I knew. Like, I, did, we we didn't know there was an underlying tones and something. Like, like we I just didn't know. know. Oh, this is exactly. We knew it was a song. Right. All we knew because we I didn't know who wrote it. Like I didn't know anything about songwriters and shit like that back then. Right. Like I hadn't I didn't get into music until a year later. But I often did wonder who is this guy in the back of the cover of Amelia's album. Right. It was creepy. Like, yeah, I can't even look at the cover. It creepy. Like I always looked at it like okay. It's kind of creepy. But no. Like, who is my, this dude and why is he not on the back cover? And my point is like, as a as a kid, you know. There are things that when we were younger that we thought were cool or acceptable that wasn't. And when you get older, you realize, like, that was fucked up. You're right. For example, um, we, and there was a lot of bad, like, terrible behavior that we did, like, even as, as boys, like, for sure. We were, like, it was terrible, some of this dumb shit we were, we were, we thought was okay back then. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like I said, the thing about all these older men, we, I had girls in my high school class and shit talking about me, my boyfriend in college or when I was in middle school, my boyfriend in college. Why? Or, or you had, every we all seen this, you see the guy um, who graduated two, three years ago, but he always hanging out at the school, hitting on the young girl. So, yep. Why the fuck are you here? Why are you here? Nigga, if don't you, don't you have something else better to do? Can you find a chick your age, bro? Get a job, bro. That too. <laughs> like, niggas hanging around the school all the time. Like, he ain't got nothing. No, nah, ain't got care in the world. Nothing better Nigga, why do. are you up here? Right. Nigga, you've been gone for three, four years. Why are you up here hitting on this girl that's my age? Like that's the kind of shit that we saw, and you like. But if you said something back then, oh, you just hating because she don't want you, and she go, she want a more mature man or some shit. Those are the things. You, those are the responses you would have got. Right. You were a hater if you if you said some shit about that. Like, no, that's just not okay. It's just creepy as hell. Right. Right. Something wrong. What the fuck with wrong this? with you? Anybody with a brain would would have thought right. this. It's no different. But back then, it was it was it was normal. It was commonplace. Yeah. Shit happened all the time. Even on the on our side, there were things that we did that we we would talk about or do as as kids. That I'm like, really? For example, I remember when I was in junior when I was in middle school, the guys like the the real popular guys would go around. They would have this little bet about how many girls who uh, they they could slap on their ass without getting slapped like without getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like like the girls would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Why was this a conversation? Why was this why we just thing? going around slapping chicks on their ass like it's okay? But that was shit that was accepted right, back that, then. That was back then. That was the thing. Those are the things that we thought were normal. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. Nowadays, you that's do not that. okay. It's not appropriate at all. Nowadays, you do that. You might, you you, might you, get shot. You will get shot <laughs> if you not if you not getting beat up after school. Somebody better coming like, for your honestly, head. That's like wait, that's sexual. That's fucking sexual assault. Yeah, that is sexual assault. That's the, the highest that's degree. Sexual assault. You don't you don't need to touch her on the ass for what, dude? 
and with no consent. At all. None. At none all. at all. No consent at all. Your only consent you had is whether or not she reacted okay to it or not. Right. Because at the end of the day, the only, the only thing that was that would come up was, let's see how she acted about it. That's really what's what it was word, about. What's like, the worst that could happen? And that was a way to kind of prove how popular uh, if he was the man or not. I slap this girl in her ass and she don't say shit or she she just kind of look at me. Oh, is she okay with it? I'm right, like, no, right. nigga. Nah, it's, 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 it's a levels creep, to this. Dog. It's levels to this. It's levels to this manhood shit. That ain't it. You're on the wrong level. Nigga, you're on the lost level. Like, you gotta you gotta reevaluate your life after something like that. Me personally, never did it because uh, I'm still a dork. So never really had the time of day. And, and it's like, look, I get it. People want this whole and we grew up in a society where you know, like I said, we call women fast. Little girls are called fast because they were out because they they, yeah, they were around the boys too much or yeah. they were called hussies back or gals like it was all these little terms that were called they were all these little coded words that were used to talk about the women because or these young girls because they were either they were around the boys too much or they were they were flaunting too much or they were trying to get they were around they they, so they attracted it was, it was, attention it was even real. if they didn't because unfortunately some girls developed early mm-hmm. and so those guys were on them and 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 one of my friends posted earlier, like, you know, you develop early. You weren't out there looking for these older men, but they found you. Right. They saw and that's just they the saw My you. little sister had a friend when they were in elementary school. She had developed like in fourth grade. Mm. And so, yeah, it was old ass men like looking checking, at her. Checking for her. Checking for her. Mm. And that's the thing. They don't. Ain't they no, don't, ain't, they ain't, don't no, ain't no filter. Ain't no filter. Don't, don't, predators don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that people don't seem to understand. They find you. <clears throat> it's just even worse, or it's worse when they're in a position of power, like there's somebody like fucking R. Kelly. Yeah. Which is getting me to the point about when people say, well, I'm still, I can support, I can change, I can separate the artist from the music. Obviously, you can. From the, I said, no, because you gotta understand. In the position that he's in, the shit that he does, you continue to support his music just gives him the power to continue doing the bullshit he's doing to these women. Yep. It's another form you're of mind control. You're empowering him to keep doing this shit. You're empowering this him. You're enabling called, him. This man called himself the, the Pie fucking Piper. Piper. Of R&B. And y'all niggas turned a blind eye like that shit was okay. The Pie... Do we need to go... Do we need to review the whole Pie Piper The Pie Piper story was this. There was a town overrun with mice. In the book, they hired this. This guy came and said, "I can get rid of all the mice for you." Really? He played his 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 flute, and all the mice left. He got rid of all the mice for them. Well, the town decided not to pay him. So, as a revenge, he said, "Okay, you guys are not going to pay me. I got you." So he used his flute to take all their children. So again, a man who has been accused at that point of not only marrying a 15-year-old girl, but had a sex tape out with another 15-year-old girl, used the name where he takes people's children, and that was okay. Yep. Your story's a little shaky, brah. 
But y'all love this guy. Y'all love some Robert. Y'all love this guy. This nigga was just in Africa asking chicks, do you get your shots? What? Oh, you ain't see that video? Nah. Hold on. Nah. Yep. All right, Kelly. Yep. He was doing that. Do you have your shots? Speechless. Huh? Goddamn speechless. Is there is there no no that he won't stoop to? It was do you have your passport? Do you have your shots? Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Wow. Well, well, why you need why you need to know if I got my shots? I got shots. Vodka. Hey. <laughs> Passport shots. This, I, I got nothing to say on this. First time in first time in this show, I'm speechless. Did you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like wow. to come back with Rob to America? He's singing your shit though, right? Yep, that Bruh. that really happened. So look, why does it sound like a pre-recorded jam though? Like he, yeah, he really <clears throat> tried to croon that shit. That shit, no. Yeah. So let's be clear. So here's the thing. Come back with Rob to America. So here's the thing. Bird, so, nigga. Here's another thing. So I have people that always say they want to still support his music. Like, this is not music at this point. It's not. My thing is I can't listen to his music knowing that he's singing about somebody else. Right. Oh, that's another re- revelation. Yeah. Another re- no, no, another revelation. What? You know the song "You're Not Alone," Michael Jackson. Yeah. He wrote that song, and you know, but you know, but you know why he wrote that song. The the first seventeen year old girl I told you about, she got pregnant and she lost the baby. That song was dedicated to her. Oh, he wrote that song for her. No. So the song "You're Not Alone" is actually written about a young girl who got pregnant and lost the baby. Damn. Yep. I'm gonna need you to pick up my brain off the floor. Yep. Because my my mind just got blown right now. That happened. That happened. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> right. Fuck our Kelly, dog. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yep. Yep. Fuck that guy. This way. Right. How, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> oh, like, I thought Mike wrote that, man. Mm, no, nope. nope. My whole he childhood wrote, is a lie now. He wrote that for Mike. My childhood is a lie. Is 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 in shambles right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. He wrote that. Oh, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Totally disgusting. And so that's my thing. Like, you people that are continually supporting this this, this rat bastard. This um, rat bastard. You rat bastard? Yeah, rat bastard. And other thing. And, I, and, I'm, a, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to say an unpopular opinion. You niggas can fucking kiss my ass if you have a problem with it. Because y'all niggas call R. Kelly a genius. R. Kelly genius is some other things. R. Kelly has been around for a long time, but and I'm and I'm gonna say this as a person who's a as a writer. 
I'm sorry, but R. Kelly music ain't never been that great to me. It's just never. I've never been an R. Kelly. I've never, I've never bought an R. Kelly album. The only time I heard R. Kelly music was in my dad's car because he loved R and B music. I've, Not even R. Kelly in public announcement. I have never. That, that's the first. My dad bought that album. That tape. Shit, everybody had that tape. My dad had that tape. Everybody had I that. have never. Somebody gave me Chocolate Factory and I gave that shit away. I have never been an R. Kelly fan. R. Kelly has been overrated as hell to me. Mm. The only album I've ever purchased that had R. Kelly on it was Best of Both Worlds. And I didn't buy that album for R. Kelly. He bought it for Jay-Z. I bought it for Jay-Z. As anybody would. So as well as any smart person would. So let's just yeah, put it that way. I, I've never been a huge R. Kelly fan. Most of his songs to me, songs that people say are are, are genius songs to me. Because all to me, all he did was figure out new ways to talk about having sex and people thought that shit was creative. Yeah. And then he brought Ron Isley into the shit. Right. And had him write a bunch of songs. And that's my thing. I don't get like I get it. Sex sex sells. I understand it. But the not I mean, but that that was the whole formula since twelve play one. I know what I'm saying. It's been I'm gonna just write a bunch of songs about sex in different ways. Feeling on your that booty is a dumb song. Yeah. It um is. fucking uh, all these songs are just songs to fuck to when I get that. Everybody love fucking. So I, I understand it. I get it. But as far as like actual songs, there weren't if any, he's a genius, he's a genius as find his new ways for y'all to fuck songs to for y'all to fuck to. Write me a ballad, nigga. Then I then I can send you a genius. Until then He has Shut up. Three or four songs I might like. I wish is one. I always thought I wish was more one of his most contradictory songs. It, it very much is. And that's like, that's why I, that's what I honestly me. like the grief. It's not even him I like about the song. I like the song how it sounds. It's not like his writing was great. Well, the whole thing about TP two is this, and I figured this out like just listening to it, you know, back in the day because I didn't know no better. And honestly, to me, the twelve play for me is code for this the age of the girls he liked. <laughs> but <it's> just shit. <laughs> I, that, I'm sorry. I just I, I've always I've always felt that way. Be that as it may God damn That blew my mind Anyway That's just cold for me Like TP2 was like That was That was His um Oh I'm trying to Contradict Everything I'm trying to Repent from everything That's going on Despite what you What you may have heard I'm with the Lord now. What's well, like, um, yeah, because Step in the Name of Love, um, like that was another song that was kind of like, the, yeah, try to combat all the other things that were out yeah, there, yeah, you know, um, you know, the Chicago, the, you know, just trying to bring that uh, Chicago shit. Oh, no, the other song I like was Gotham City, that's one of the other songs. Gotham City, you saw like Gotham City is a song Go- I like, Gotham City is my shit. Um, that's the like only, a, that's the only R. Kelly remix of it, Gotham City, I like, um. And then maybe I got the instrument. I believe I can too. fly. Maybe is okay. Um, I believe I can fly was was the jam at the time. Honestly, my favorite version of that song is the the spoof they did on Matt TV, and I need to find it. 
Mm. No, 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 no. It was the uh, world's greatest that they did on. World's Magic. greatest. That's what it was. World's greatest statutory rapist. Yeah. Shout out to Ari Spears. The world's greatest statutory rapist. <laughs> Shout out to Ari Spears, man. That's what it was. Yeah. Shout man. out to Ari Spears. And that's the thing. A lot of times what he would do is he would come up with songs like that to try to distract people from the other shit he had going on. Yeah. Because you can't keep putting out songs about sex when everybody is saying you a fucking sexual predator. Right. So let me switch things up. Let me clean up my image. Let me go over here and tell y'all to step in the name of Step in the name of No, nigga. Oh, what's this? A mask? And I got cornrows on? Right. Nobody nigga, know who I who am the now. Fuck? Nigga, you Zorro? Nigga, you start dressing up like the Hamburglar. Oh, my God. <laughs> In different, different fact, color masks too. Wasn't it a dude like that on the new dance show? Always had a mask. Yes, yes. That was that was my mask. I never knew who he was. It was funny. The most common, the most known people on the new dance show was him. It was him and, and it was the, that uh, light skinned dude that always was like, yes. He was always. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. It was always every time. <laughs> But I used to watch this show all the time. Man, you're not, you not from the town if you don't know about do, uh, New Dan Show. You're not from the city, bro. I don't care who you are. Everybody and their mom watch the New Dan Show at 4 o'clock every day. Every day. Right. With the, the, with the, the Our local... Um, local shit. Our local... Uh, what was it? Uh, One South and Bart Cable. Our, lo- our local Soul Train. Yes! <laughs> It was it was mad. It's a local soul train in the, in the hood off of Jefferson. My aunt was on there a couple of times. She was Yours too. And my aunt was on there a couple of times. That's crazy. So was mine. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> right. Oh man. So with that man. being said, no. So yeah. So yeah. I'm just I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna continue my point. Like I don't like I said. R. Kelly has never been that impressive to me as an artist. And y'all, all you people say he's a genius. <laughs> he's mediocre like, best. He's, he makes a song about his songs about y'all, y'all can fuck too. And if that y'all it, to y'all if that's genius, then I, I get it. Um, I mean, this is great. Making a, a song has never made me want to fuck. Nah. It may be a good soundtrack to fuck to, but it's never actually. Oh shit! Not nah, once. Nah. Right. It's, it nah, doesn't drive you to the point man. like, damn, my dick need to be wet like right now. I, uh, no. So, I and I'm sorry. Like, Philadelphia is dumb. Um, what else? That was one joint he did with uh, Crucial Conflict. Half on a baby was okay. I, <sighs> I don't know, cause yeah, you, know, you based went, on went, that too, cause I kind, I kind of like, cause he want, he want half on baby with like young people, so I don't, <laughs> right? Like you got young people keep pregnant, dog. Calm down, right? Um, relax. Like yeah, relax. Sit. You need to relax. Take a seat. Have several. Um, Sit down. What else? Uh, Be humble. The ignition was dumb. Ignition was stupid. Ignition was stupid as hell. You remind me was dumb as fuck. You might, yeah. You yeah. remind me of my Jeep. You remind me of my Jeep. Jeep. You don't ride Jeeps. First off, you don't ride Jeeps unless you passenger. Ride Jeep. Like, I, you remind me of my Jeep. So, so, pause. That is pause. not genius pause. material. Pause. So you remind me of my Jeep. You know how big a Jeep is? <laughs> my Jeep, though? My Jeep though. Nigga, really? My Jeep. My, so so what you talking about? You you, you got a Wrangler in the back, my nigga? You remind me of my You remind Jeep. me of my Jeep. So but what you, you niggas think that's genius? Ignition like look I said, at, was dumb as hell. Yeah. Um So was the remix. 
Fiesta, Fiesta? Would be good because of the remix with Jay. Yep. That was the only good thing about it. Like <clears throat> You know what? By the way, I just want to say shouts to Ty Ty for for yes. that nigga in the face. Yes. <laughs> Go get him. So I, you know what? Matter of fact, we need Tata again. Tata, look, I need you yes. to like handle this shit real quick for us. Just come, get this nigga out the paint. For come, real. come through. We we need you, dog. Tata, you are needed again. We, we, <laughs> let's, let's put the bats in the whip. Put right, the Tata's in the whip. Right. We need, just need the, the Rock Nation um, paper plane. Who come? Like, nah, somebody somebody needs to construct a plane that's just indestructible. Like, it's indestructible, Tata. Like seriously though, but like, I need open to, it, open it up, and be like. And uh, also, apparently, he's uh, his lawyers are threatening to lifetime over the documentary. I bet you are. Yeah, all this, all this you, uh, look, open book look, shit. Tory, oh, and then you niggas, you can't tell me this niggas is that crazy. In an interview, remember the interview with Tory? Yeah. Tory said, do you like? So do you like? Teenage women. Well, define underage. No, he said when you say teenage, teenage. What are you talking about, nigga? All the ones that's just, all the ones that have teen in it, nigga. And you gotta look at them like you like you like Tory Did you say like, this nigga literally said when you say teenage, you say teenage. What do you mean? What ages are you talking about? Teenage, nigga. Teenage are all the ages that have teen in them, nigga. Starting from thirteen, like fourteen, nigga. 15 16 like, Anything This nigga literally said oh with, God. A, like, with the straightest face ever The straightest face ever That was just like When Bill Clinton was like When you Your definition of is Nigga what <laughs> Like you niggas Will say the most is. dumb shit When y'all trying to uh, Trying to stall Trying to stall This nigga literally said When you say teenage What do you mean by what, teen? what, what ages are you talking about 13 to 19. When you say teenage. When you say teenage. I'm so fucking. This nigga R. Kelly is going. He, he going to God hell. God damn it, Rob. This, this, nope. 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 Nobody has passports or shots. When you say teenage, how old are you How talking? old are you talking about? Well, we ain't talking about eight, nigga. <laughs> we talking about 13. 14. 15, 6, 7, 8, 19. 11, 10. I don't even know if that's a real number. I heard it in the song once. After his trial, Statements oh. is his attorney. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, celebrity. They've said that they're concerned oh, that it is, it is. Allegations by some of it. You found a sound clip. Underage girls. Do not listen to the people that was fired. <laughs> you know. Don't even listen to the people that was hired. You know, my client is right. Do not listen Pauses. to the hired. Pauses. 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 Wait, wait. He said hired. Hired. He said fired. So don't listen to the people that were fired. But don't even listen to the people that were hired. hired. So, so, who can't trust nobody. so who am I supposed to listen to? Hired. Fired. Nick, where's the where's the T in this? Don't listen to the people that hired. Don't listen to the people. Yeah, no. So the niggas that are fired, sure, don't trust them either. Don't trust them. Don't listen Next. to the people that Mr. just. Mr. Kelly was questioned about similar allegations from his very own brother, Ken. Your brother Kerry mm-hmm. was not fired. He's still your brother. Yeah, he was fired. It, uh, but he's still your brother. Doesn't matter. He's, he's still my brother. brother. But if he's still my brother, why did he get fired? Oh my God! This nigga just said, if he was still my brother, why did he get fired? You fired 
stupid. He's still your brother, though. He's still your brother, though. Oh, my God. If he was my brother. If he was my brother. Wait a minute. So, you can apply to be somebody's brother? Nigga. What the fuck? I'm shit, s- what application I can apply to be Bill Gates' brother right, right now? Right, right, shit. Nigga, I can apply to be somebody's brother? Shit. Yeah. I'm about to submit a whole bunch of applications, Man, nigga. listen. I think, I think Hov need another brother. Shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. Did Barack Obama need, like, a like, future son? Nigga. Holla at your boy. Like, shit. I got ideas. Nigga, this nigga said if hey, he yo, was my brother. Hey, yo, Barry, I got ideas, Why did bro. he get fired? Why did he get fired? So did if you he was my that, brother. What, so did you use a fake brother all these years? Like... <laughs> I have some nigga. I got role for a brother. He filled it, but he yeah. It, he, it was a, he's really an actor. You know? I mean, it did didn't this work nigga out. Literally said it, it if didn't he was work my out. brother. Why, why did, did he get, get fired? <laughs> That's a question you would hear at the HR meeting. This nigga literally. He was my brother. Said, why did you get his fired? Mouth to say, well, if he was my brother, why did he get fired? Hey, but but don't listen to the people that got fired. Oh yeah, that's right. You can't listen don't, to people. Don't listen fired. to people got fired. So since he's technically my brother, but he got fired, you can't. You listen. can't listen to him. Nope, nope. So his, you know, his his thing is out. So can't listen to him. Oh my god, I am so done. Confused. I'm I'm overly confused. I didn't have a headache when I showed up here. I have one now. Then Mr. Kelly was asked about how the trial affected his music career. I said, no matter what, I'm not gonna allow this to make me run under a rock and not do my job. You know, no different than a fireman. You know, you gotta run into a fire, no matter how big the blaze is. You know. See, like a fireman, my Denzel wanted to sound as your your life is not a fire. Your life is not in the fire. It's in it's in the back of a tour bus. Bro. Like, seriously? This is also the same man that walked off of her. Finally, Miss... Here you go. the question everyone has been waiting for. Do you like teenage girls? When you say teenage, how are we talking? Girls who are teenagers. Oh, too bad, my Dumbass. client. This nigga said... Girls who are teenagers. <laughs> Do you like a direct question? A direct question. Do you like teenage teenage girls? If you trying to lie, the correct answer is no. Right. Just he didn't say that. What he he said said was when you say teenage, how old are you talking? Girls who are teenagers. Don't fuck. (laughs) And the look on Tori's face. Priceless. Wait, did you merely just say this? Who are girls who are teenagers? <laughs> Look, man, Bruh. Hey, you niggas still defending this nigga, dog? I'm so done, dog. Done with all y'all, man. This y'all nigga just... walked off the Huffington Post interview because he was mad at people. I remember when he was some it was some tweet thing he did a few years ago where he, it shit went all wrong. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like I don't think he understands. He doesn't understand how this shit works. Yeah, he doesn't understand the internet, apparently. Like niggas are not just gonna watch this a lot of your bullshit. Nah. Mm-mm. <laughs> like R. Kelly is a clown. And you oh, niggas who are defending God. R. Kelly. They're taking their like like they're taking time out of their days to defend R. Kelly. Like they just straight like R. Kelly did something. Like and my thing is this: other than make a few songs about s- sex, 
What has he done for the black community that is like so important that y'all niggas gotta defend this nigga? Not a goddamn thing. Because then the other thing I keep hearing is now people starting to dig like it's like niggas is like, oh, we gonna do our research and see how many white guys got away with dating younger girls. That's irrelevant. They pulled, they pulled uh, right, but they pulled up. Oh, Elvis and his uh, Priscilla. She was fifteen or fourteen or whatever. I said, nigga, that was in nineteen fifty. Right, that was that was nineteen. Totally different time. It was a whole what? different era. If you go back in the thirties, forties, and fucking like your grand great grandparents probably got married when they was like 15, 17, 16 years old, nigga. Because that was acceptable. That was acceptable back then. You might about to tell me some shit that happened 50, 60 years ago has anything to do with now. Mm-mm. All them niggas dead. They all did. All did. Then brought up Jerry Lee Lewis, how he made a song about a four. Like, y'all gonna go here and research and it's like, y'all trying to prove this point of uh, what we're trying to take a black man down. I don't give a fuck if you black, white, orange, crayon nigga. I don't give a fuck. If you are a predator, fuck you. I posted this shit three, two years ago when the whole um, Bill Cosby shit. Bill Cosby's a predator. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Jared is a predator. Oh, fucking Jared. Jared Sandusky was a predator. Yep. R. Kelly is a fucking predator. The worst of them all. I don't give a fuck what, what race you are, what fucking who you I don't give a goddamn. If you was a rape, if, if you was my a rapist, fucking cousin, if you was if a rapist, I found you, was a rapist. you fucking a predator and you praying on young girls, nigga, I'll whoop your ass myself. Yep. Then I'm turning your ass in. Cause guess what? I don't fucking care. And guess room. what? You're a fucking predator. Ain't no wrong for this shit. That shit, no. You not none none of the other shit absolves you <clears> of being <throat> a fucking predator. I don't give a fuck. You could have gave a you could save the world tomorrow. Still won't care. Nigga, you could be Superman. If I find out Superman is a fucking predator, fuck that nigga. I'm going to find some kryptonite. <laughs> where good where that said. Like nigga, <laughs> let's be clear. We need the world's apart. Like, I can't. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas kill me. Y'all are trying y'all damnedest now. Y'all trying so hard to cave for this guy. Y'all though. trying so hard. Y'all are looking at shit from 50, 60 years ago to try to justify why this nigga in the 2000s is y'all wrong for, we were wrong for exposing his bullshit. Because somehow y'all, because my thing is this. Our black men like ostracized and mistreated in this world. Yes. Oh, of course. That is true. That is a, a, this, this, a fact. This is the of fact. Life is not changed. It's probably not going to change it, it in my will, lifetime. It will never change. However, y'all are not going to use that as y'all excuse for me not recognizing that he's a fucking problem. And not that's not way. going to happen. Because my thing way. is, if you continue to bring up all these other people who have allegations because you want to defend R. Kelly, as somebody on my timeline say, I'm gonna. I assume you have an All Lives Matter tattoo because exactly what you're doing. You're All Lives Matter in the situation because that's what Black Lives people that are All Lives Matter. All they do is when somebody say Black Lives Matter, well, no, because Chinese people all all people matter. All like everybody should matter. Since when have you heard Chinese people beefing with each other? Black people just like to. Black people will try to play this whole, well, they're trying to take us down thing. It's the same conversation I had on the last episode when I was talking about 
the whole gay agenda. There have been gay mm. TV shows around for decades. For years. For years. And nobody ever sells a gay agenda. But as soon as it became this, there was a black TV show with a gay person on it. All of a sudden, all these black people lost their fucking mind. And now all of a sudden, it's a gay agenda. But if Ellen did it, it's okay. When there's a black person as gay, but, nigga, there are black people, there are black gay people. But, so uh, but, if, Ellen, but if Ellen DeGeneres did it, it is okay. Right. Ellen has been on TV for 20 plus years. And she got stand up special. Will and Grace is, was on for years and just came back. And just came there back. There have literally been TV shows with white gay characters for years. And it's, it's for fucking it's not a years. But for whatever reason, whenever, it, whenever they see a black gay person on TV, all of a sudden now we're trying to push a gay agenda. It's the same shit I talked about where we were talking about when black men always say we're there always trying to get white black men to dress, black comedians to dress as women on on movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which honestly is not true. Or If it is, it's not uncommon because guess what? White men have been dressing as women for a long ass time too. You niggas never saw Bosom Buddies? One of the greatest actors to ever fucking live, Tom Hanks, Tom started on a hates. TV show where he dresses a woman. Ain't that some shit? And we both know about that shit. There are famous, like, like legendary actors who have dressed Flip up fucking Wilson. as women. Flip Wilson dressed up as women. Even, and I'm just talking about the famous white ones. Because my thing is, the concept is, if a black man is is asked to dress up as a woman, somehow we are trying to demasculate him. But it's not. It, but. It's not the same on the other side. It's only when it happens to black men. But I can, if that was true and it was only largely proportionate to black men as far as being asked to dress up as women, then maybe I would believe you. But the reality is there have actually been more white men mm-hmm. dressed up as black as, as women than there have been at black men. Mm-hmm. But every time it happens to a black man, all of a sudden it's, oh no, oh. they're trying to emasculate the black black men in our community. They're trying to, oh no, they're making these black these black comedians this only way they're going to get a role is to dress up like a woman. Blah, blah, blah. Well, all so, these white comedians and all these white actors who have dressed up like a woman, it didn't. It wasn't the same. And I get it. I get what they're trying to do. Hell, if, they, the whole, if it was that simple, everybody who did a movie in a fat suit would have been emasculated too. Right. It's just. It's just like we keep choosing. We keep choosing these. I, the concept of picking your own battles is important, but you gotta pick the right battles. Yeah. And y'all niggas be pulling up battles. They ain't got shit to do with nothing. Hang on. And, that's, and, y'all, and the thing is, when y'all pick the wrong battles, it actually it actually lessens the impact of your argument. Mm-hmm. Because I can pick your whole argument apart in two minutes, and if I can do that, what was the point? And that's the reason y'all don't seem to understand is that when you have an argument, you got to make sure your argument actually has some fucking merit to it. If it doesn't, what's the fucking point of the argument? Other than if you hear your own fucking voice. Rattle, rattle, rattle. And I'm not here for it. So, but again, fuck R. Kelly. As I said before. Like I said, the whole idea of... You know, older men and younger girls like this shit's been going on forever. And that's another thing I keep seeing people out here. Well, you girls can't talk shit because y'all was dating older men when y'all was in high school or young. All that shit. Just because it happened doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, exactly. It does not matter. And you also can't always put it on the young girls because these are young, impressionable girls. All they see is it's a younger, it's an older man that, want, that wants their attention and they get attracted to that shit because he might have a car. 
And back then when we were in school, oh, if a, a guy had the car, oh, he was the or man. He had the money to spend on you. He was the man. That was the thing you wanted. You wanted to be that girl that had the guy who could spend money on you and buy you shit, mm-hmm. and you could roll up in his car with him and shit like that. So if it's an older dude, more, he's more likely to have that shit than to catch you in the same grade ass. Mm-hmm. So you're probably gonna be more attracted to him. So that's just the way you're. And if he so if he shows you any attention, you probably gonna want to. You probably gonna give him any attention because shit, he had all these things that I'm, I'm. I was told are important when I'm in high school. We don't understand. We don't talk about these things of how we created these these ideas of what's important or what you should have or what you should aspire to when you're young. And so when then when these kids get somebody who's given in that, it just makes it easier for these older ass men to come up and say, oh shit, I got that. It, and the thing is, it happens to young men too. Mm-hmm. Charles Pugh did that shit for years. Oh man, Charles Pugh. Charles Pugh did that shit for years. Yeah, he did. He Praying really on did. young kids. I, had, I knew of kids who were driving his fucking cars to school in high school. He cashing out these young boys. It happens to them too. It's the predatory nature does is not exclusive to grow um, it, it, to, um to girls. It is it's a two way street. It's it happens. It's a two way street. It, it, any young person can be preyed upon by a fucking predator, mm-hmm. male or female. It is definitely more commonplace for little girls, but it definitely happens on both sides. And my thing is, fuck all predators. I don't give a fuck who you going after. You a predator? Fuck your bitch ass. Simply put, fuck R. Kelly, fuck Bill Cosby, fuck Jared Jared from Subway, fuck Jerry Sandusky, fuck Charles Pugh, and any other fucking predators that are out here pursuing. Fuck Harvey Weinstein. Mm. I had somebody tell me earlier, another thing they said that these are all allegations. I said, but then the same breath will bring up Harvey Weinstein, which technically are allegations at this point. Because we don't have to prove anything. They don't have to bring it up to me talking about, oh, it was not, it was, it's not something been proven in the court of law. They couldn't prove that he did this. So these are all allegations. I said, nigga, there are free, there are free motherfuckers, free criminal ass motherfuckers walking around every day, B. Yep. OJ got off and he was a fucking, and we know he did it. And we all know he did we it. We all know that nigga did it. He wrote a book on it. If I did, this is and, what I would and do. And honestly, it, it, the if was only put there because he they they, they told him to. Right. Like, because the book is actually called "Yeah, I Did the Shit." Well, yeah, he they told it, yeah, and it's like no, dude. Like, let's be clear. So, like, y'all not gonna sit here and tell me. Oh, y'all come up with all these bullshit excuses to try to defend R. Kelly, and I just, I, I just don't get it. So, criminals gonna be criminals, B. Right. So, I'm tired of talking about that bitch, nigga. Let's jump off the face. So, uh, jump off to the new. Uh, well, we topic. Didn't, and I, ain't, I meant to ask you this earlier. So, we an hour and so more for in it. Yeah, really? Right. Yeah, we're an hour. It's bad about that shit. Mm. So, did you have? Do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? Um. Yeah, I do. Um. Just continue on being the best me that I can be. I don't care who accepts it or not. Because mark my words, 2019, everybody's taking a knee. Everybody's taking a knee. So anybody said I couldn't do anything or has any doubts of me moving forward to what I've been doing for the past five years, you're about to take a knee in 2019. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, motherfucker. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, like you know, I'm not really big on resolutions, you know. But you just have goals. I just have goals. I have yearly yeah, goals. I have a plan or what I'm a plan of attack or whatever. Yeah, and that's like, kind of thing for me. Like I don't have a resolution per se. I have the things that I plan on accomplishing. Yeah. This year, but I always kind of look at it every again every year. I always look okay. What did I accomplish last year? How do I want to you know build off of that momentum and move into next year? And that's kind of how I plan everything. So exactly. I don't really necessarily have a resolution of anything, but I do have a few things that I have on on the docket, so to speak. What's that? Um, I don't want to talk about it right now. It's uh, it, people will see. That's all I'm say. Uh, I mean, the podcast is going to continue to grow. Oh, of course. Of course. So we're going to, you know, the, you know, the podcast is going to continue to grow and um, get bigger. So we'll continue to, you know, build it, build this over time. Um, but outside of that, and we have other things that I'm working on. And um, as I, you know, those things start to kind of develop further, I'll, I'll definitely um, mention them. But I don't want to. You don't want to the beans too early. Yeah, I don't want to put anything out there until I'm. Well, what's something that you can put out here? The podcast is going to continue to grow. <laughs> And that's all we that's, get, folks. Good night. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. So, um, for sure, for sure. Uh, I, well, I mean, my biggest accomplishment happened last year. I yeah, had two of my biggest, matter of fact, two of my biggest accomplishments. Right, he got married. <laughs> for the last time, I'm not married. This nigga married. No, I'm not. This nigga is married. No, I'm not. He got a ring on his finger. I don't wear rings. <laughs> Ever. Uh, I'm horrible with jewelry. You lucky I'll get a chain. <laughs> um, but but not like, uh, you know, I, I moved out and whatever. And got my first tattoo. So, big accomplishment for me is getting away from family and making the blank canvas no more. So that's it. Indeed. Indeed. Um, whatever. The, so I like I, said, I don't have any resolutions, but I got a lot of shit coming in twenty nineteen. Um, Two a.m. is gonna. We have a lot of shit. Some say squat. It's a lot of things going on. Gang, gang. Squat. Um. So. So another thing, topic of discussion, or a topic that was really huge. Um, over the last um, week, did you watch the movie Bird Box? Uh, no. Facebook spoiled it for me. So I, I, I was. Forced. I kind of, I kind of got the gist of it just from everybody's reviews. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I watched it. Like, I, um, I was forced to watch it. Somebody made me watch it. Of course. Um, hadn't planned on watching it. it was It was um interesting movie. I mean, it wasn't bad. Wasn't a bad movie, right? That's what I've been hearing. Like my it's only, not good, but it's not bad. It reminded me of the happening. Yep, yep. But the happening in a quiet place. I didn't see a quiet place, but it, the happening for sure. Um, it's up. Uh, the happening. It was just the wind, whatever. No, it was the plants. It, it was, was the trees. Oh, it was the plants and trees. Whatever. Yeah. So this one was a little different because it wasn't them actually killing you. Is it was something you saw that made you want to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was and That was the only issue I had That was the main issue I had with the like If you look I didn't find out What it was And that's what I That's the only issue I had Is I wanted to know What the fuck it was I needed to know An explanation Like an Iron Legend I found out What it was That killed everybody Right There was a payoff Right um, Even in um, World War Z I found out mm-hmm. What it was That was killing everybody 
I just find every, out. Every movie needs a source of why I this is happening. I need to know why it's happening because that's just the way my brain works. I need to know sometimes. No, that's, that's how, that's how anybody's like brain should work. I feel like movies and things always come to some type of conclusion. It's the reason why people, so many people hate it to the end of The Sopranos. Because it just went off and nobody knew how to fucking end it. It just kind of went. It off just went bunch. away. Right. A lot of things are like that. Where it's like, what the what the fuck? This is it stupid. was it was like that itchy and scratchy episode with uh with Poochie. My planet needs me. I must go now. <laughs> I just I, I need to have some type of payoff. And for me, there was no payoff. I mean, they 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 survived, and they you know her and the two kids escaped, and that's cool. But it's like at the end of the day, I needed to have some type of payoff, and that was my only thing with the movie. But other than just that, like it was a decent movie. It wasn't like a whole like it wasn't a great 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 movie, but it was a good movie. It was just like a Shyamalan film. My only thing was how did it get so fucking popular? Because like, it became such a like like a topic of discussion everywhere. I'm gonna tell you how, because we're talking about it right now. We're talking about a movie that's pretty shit, <laughs> and all, and we're doing nothing but talking about it is making it more popular. But I'm saying even before that, I had, I just saw people posting about it. I'm like, where the fuck is? Like when it first came out, I'm like, how are you people? Everybody. That's posting? how. That's how it's like, so hot how? right now. Like it was just like everybody is posting about the same movie. Like they all get implanted in everybody's head at the same time. I mean, oh, that was just crazy to me. But um. It is kind of it is kind of weird that everybody's kind of like synced into uh, watching Netflix at the exact same time. Like, oh, what's watch Bird Boss? Bird Boss right, is Bird Boss. Bird Boss. Bird Boss. Um, while y'all was watching Bird Boss, I was watching uh, the Christmas Agretzko episode. Oh, that is. Oh, uh, for anime freaks out there, you know, obligatory episode. You should watch it. I don't know. I've been my anime has been. I've been tied up on fairy tale. Good shit. I've never watched Fairy Tale before, but for some strange reason, like two weeks ago, but on, on Christmas break, I just started watching it, and I've literally been watching it every day since. Hmm. I, I don't know why, I just started watching the shit. Um, hey, everybody gotta catch up. Um, but uh, so I had a I don't know, actually I'm trying to figure out why I put this here. Um, We had this, uh, you know, the whole Jacquees thing, King of you know, Oh, yeah. Right there, right? Talked about that. But I guess I kind of came up with this whole thing about how we, um, how we, you know, respect the greats of whatever the case may be, whether it's uh, sports, music. Just anything. Like, like, how do you know? Speaking of, uh, actually, this is more of a side note. This actually made me, I'm probably going to, I don't know, I'm going to off the topic for a minute. So, LeBron did this interview. Um, and in the interview, his exact words, I'm gonna look it up. Interview um, about, you know, he was talking about the, the finals when they beat Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, the one with uh, last year, right? No, it was like two, three years ago. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. As he's searching through the Google machine, searching for answers. I want to see the whole quote. Searching for answers. Searching. Searching for answers. I just wonder because I feel like people were um, misquoting, and that's why I hate. Just like it's tabloid. So what happened was, 
um, he was talking about the finals where they beat they they came back in three one and beat the Warriors, right? And so he said he said that one right there there made me the greatest player of all time. That's what I felt. That what that part is important because that's cut off. Everybody keeps looking at the first part and says that one right there made, made me the, the greatest, greatest player, player of all, all time. time. Period. Quote. That's what everybody keeps focusing on. The that what I that's what I felt part is important. Doesn't exist. Because the point was I felt that I way. I felt like I was he the greatest player. He wasn't declaring anything. He said I felt that's like what I, I felt. I felt like in that moment I was the greatest that player. Champ, that made me the greatest player of all time. But that's me feeling that way. But that's no different than Jacquees feeling like he's our king of R&B. You can feel that way. That doesn't make it fact. Even if I think he is or he's up there, him saying that wasn't to say I am. He wasn't declaring anything. But what I, I keep see. saying by like ESPN, all these sports people, is that he declared himself the greatest and he's crazy and blah, blah, blah. But that's not what he said. And that's why I hate when people misquote people. Because my thing is, those words matter. I always say this to people, words matter. Indeed. What you say, how you say it, the words you choose when you say it, all of those things are huge factors. Those things matter. Indeed. So you can't sit here and tell me and talk about how he's so crazy for declaring himself the greatest because that's not pause, what he said. Pause. It's no crazier than me saying I'm the greatest of all time. Yes, yeah, so he actually has the... He has he, the... Right he has... A, he has and that's my thing. He, he's he got stuff to back that. it up. Right. But there's always going to be Michael Jordan stands that... Of course. Or Kobe stands. If Kobe stands are worse, Kobe stands are annoying. Just... Mm. Like I said, it's, it's no different from me calling myself the greatest of all time. I know a lot of people out here are better than me than what I do. And I want to kind of actually want to go to the rest of the quote. He said, that one right there made me the greatest player of all time. That's what I felt. He added, everybody was just talking about how the Warriors were the greatest team of all time. Like, it was the greatest team ever assembled. For us to come back the way we came back in that fashion, I was like, you did something special. I mean, y'all was that called, was what he was saying. Y'all was called the Super Friends <laughs> for a long time. So for them to rise up from the ashes like that, yeah, I call that a, a, a goat moment. See, y'all came from what was it, three to nothing, right? Three zip, three one, whatever the score was. For them to make a comeback like that, like, come on, man, why would you not say that? But again, this is how he felt. This is all. This is all a vibe. This is all a feeling. This is not a fact. This is how he felt. Right, and that's my thing. Like people like to, and I feel like people just want to find a reason to kind of call LeBron out. Because it's well, like, people have been trying to do that for years. And that's my thing. So I feel like they just using this as another way to do it because it's like that's not what he said. Right. His point was, with everybody talking about how that was the greatest team ever, in that moment of what's coming back to what we did. I felt like I was the greatest player in the world. Like, and he said, I felt that way. Right. It didn't say he said, I am. He said, I, I felt that way. way. But people keep ignoring the I felt that part because they just want to focus on that. And everybody's been criticizing him for him. It's like, dog, y'all need to shut the fuck up, dog. 
Like nobody just works like, on it's so fucking annoying. Nobody it's works like, on feelings anymore, huh? It's, it's just burn them on. It's so exhausting sometimes to like deal with people when they're stupid, dog. It's just stupid. Oh, don't I know it? Like I, I can't <laughs> sometimes deal with this stupid people. Uh, I know, um, I know all too well. To kind of but just in general, like when you, um, I, I love to acknowledge. Like I will always say, you want to respect the greatness of people, and you know why they're here as much as you can. But of course, I think sometimes some people look at people's greatness, and it makes them overshadow what they see as far as their character defaults. For example, the R. Kelly thing. I don't think he's great, but a lot of people do. And that's the reason why they, they let him get away with murder. It was the same with Bill Cosby. It's just, oh no, he Bill Cosby. Uh, like somebody was like, oh, so let me uh, what let me guess R. Kelly's trying to buy BET. Like, <laughs> so I did have one more sure. here that I wanted to kinda of touch on. This was something that came up the concept of a good man. Mm. So the reason it came up, is I, and somebody had posted something, I can't remember what the exact post was, but it made me think, uh, it prompted a thought that I had. So, okay. years ago, this girl, I was talk, uh, this girl I was talking to, she was telling me about this guy she had a relationship with. Um, okay. And the thing about it was, the guy was so they had they had been messing around for years they had, they had dated before they broke up he ended up getting married but they still messed around right mm-hmm. so well no what happened was they were together she was kind of the alpha in the in the relationship she was kind of the, the the leader in the relationship he couldn't really handle that she made more money than him all those other things so he couldn't deal with that so that was the reason why he they broke up but they still messed around after that. He eventually ended up getting married to another chick. So, with that being said, but they still messed around after he got married. And she would always tell me how it's like she was kind of putting it on like, well, she can't satisfy her man, blah 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 blah. I said, nah, part of the problem. Exactly, it's something you not doing. But my other issue is she would say. Well, he's a good man, and I said no. He's no, no. Nah, nah. His good man reputation, his good man you, reputation you went out the window. You can't like the idea that she says he was a good man blew me away because I'm like, he's not a good man. In this case, he's that's bullshit on his wife. Exactly. That absolves him of any good man conversation. Void. You can't be a fuck nigga and still be considered a good man. Nope. I don't know what y'all standards are for a good man, good woman, whatever. They don't exist anymore. But cheating anymore. on your wife or significant other or wife or husband or spouse yeah, ain't nothing, is not doesn't ain't make you good, good about you. To me. Ain't no, ain't nothing good about you. Because clearly you're not good. Because if you were good, you wouldn't be cheating on you your wife. You wouldn't be cheating, or if you felt like you were, if you even tempted, if it was that the temptation was that hard for you to deal with, your ass would get a divorce. Mm. So that, but it was just funny to me because I'm like, what is your definition of a good man or a good woman? You know, standards. Like a good person in general, like no standards these you, days don't exist. How can you say to me, oh, he's a good man, but he's cheating? He's having an extramarital affair with your punk ass. So maybe you are the one to think he's good, but he's also the same guy. Nah, that she's, and also, she probably it's think not he's even good that, at it's not one even thing. Just that he's cheating on his wife with you. When y'all were together, right? He couldn't handle the fact. That you were more successful than him, and so he couldn't stand to deal with that, which is part of the reason y'all broke up. So not only is he not a good man, he's also insecure as hell. Mm. But this is a good, but he's a cheater and he's insecure. But this is a good man. 
Not a our definitions of good men are cheating. And she argued me up and down about how he's really a good man. I'm like, he's cheating on his wife. That trumps everything. He's cheating. He's cheating on his wife on his with wife you. With you. He cannot. You not a good man. 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 At all. At all. Ever. Nah, nah. Ever. Ever. Again. Again. You can't. Good man. Good man, my ass. Good man. What? No. She need to get her ass whooped. Nah. No. Need your whole ass whooped. And if, if if she need help, I can get that girl from the, the McDonald's to whoop her ass there. Yeah. She piece dude up so quick. So quick. And nobody and came to help her. And that's nothing that pissed me off. Them fucking workers that do shit. They ain't doing like, damn thing, up. man. Y'all like, niggas pussy up. I'm right. sorry. Y'all niggas pussy as hell. Like, how you gonna watch There's another dude? There's a grown-ass man putting his hand on his girl. Like, All over a shit. straw, though. Over a straw. Hey, you niggas pussy as hell, dog. Like, y'all just, y'all late as hell trying to pull her off her. But at the same time, it's like... You got the tallest dude coming from the back. What was that? Matter? It don't even matter. You got the tallest dude in the back. He should have came through with a fucking burning fist. Through this dude in the back of the window. Like, get the fuck out. There's no way in hell, any, any, anywhere I've ever worked, I see a woman that I work with get hit. Oh, it's on. Oh, nigga, it's wrapped it's, up. It's on site, My God. boy got fired from Best Buy for that shit. Cause, and there wasn't even a dude in here, but he called her a bitch. That nigga wouldn't hit shit yeah, so hard. Yeah, that's enough. No, nah, nigga. That's enough. The fuck you think you are, dog. Blah. But niggas don't like yeah, niggas. We don't, and that's and that. I'm just as an example was not protecting our woman because there's no reason she should ever been in that situation. Right, right. Once she, that guy reached over, y'all niggas should have been on him. Yeah, should have been. It should have been a bra right in the middle. On that nigga. Should have been a bra right at the right but at the front end. She handled her business. She did. She, she got mean. She got mean. Right. She gave him all the right. hands. Game. She got me right, boy. Woo. She might have the Infinity Gauntlet too, like the other girl on that video. <laughs> the Soul Stone. Because <laughs> she definitely took his. With a bunch of rice to the jaw. Fucking straw. Over a goddamn yeah. straw. Know, that is also an example of white privilege. Your yeah, white right. ass was mad because you ain't get the straw. And, you felt and the person and the person who filmed it was like, oh, uh, somebody should go to jail. No, nigga. You should put the phone down and pry these people apart. Instead of talking about what you should do. But he won apparently he got arrested, so hopefully that shit sticks, but we'll see. You know yeah, it it's in Florida. You know how that shit go. It's it's Florida and Florida. Florida. Fucking Florida. Hey, they flimsy on that hey, shit. Hey, but shout out to anybody who in Florida that listen to us, we know we love it. Hey, we love all y'all. Especially in three oh five. Um Shout out to Broward County. But I don't have anything else. I think I'm I'm all tapped out. I've I've ranted and losing my voice now. And that's hard to do. But I want to end this um, episode by saying again, Happy New Year's to everyone. Yes. Um, and uh, as Eddie Murphy would say, Merry New Year. We're looking forward to a, a really great year. The podcast is going to be our first full year of the podcast. We've only been doing this for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to what 2019 brings. Got a lot of things planned for you guys. It's going to be a great year. Um, we we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Um, if you haven't gotten a chance to, make sure you check out the IG page and the Facebook page. The the t-shirts are out there. We are still running the promotion where I'll hear. our our hundredth and hundred and first follower on IG is going to get a free t-shirt. So free merch, keep, keep, keep that in mind. 
Um, you know, if, and you know, I appreciate the love. We appreciate you guys. You know, rocking with us. Like I Absolutely. said, you can always reach out to us. Follow us on Down with the King Podcast, L I G um, at D W T K Pod on um, Twitter, and also on Down with the King Podcast on Facebook. Podbean, iTunes, right? iTunes, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, we, also, we we back on SoundCloud? No, no we're not on SoundCloud right no more. Now. Not fucking on SoundCloud right now. But no, uh, no free plus for SoundCloud. But no, and um, you know, also, uh, you know, just you know, if you want to email us and you have any questions, you have any suggestions, thoughts, down with the King Podcast at gmail.com, you know, hit us up, you know, like just keep we want to interact with our people. Um, we want to continue to grow this podcast, you know, and continue to, you know, share our thoughts and ideas with everyone. You know, it's gonna be an interesting year. Twenty nineteen is gonna be a great year. Um, and I wish you guys the best. Yeah. Um, with that being said, we out this motherfucker. We up out of here.